Hi, everyone. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete, actor, author, advocate, do-it-all mom, and I'm also a caregiver. And this is Care Walks, a podcast from iHeartRadio and Voltaren Arthritis Pain Gel. It's a show for family caregivers who give everything to everyone and need to make time for themselves through movement. Every episode is designed for you to walk as you listen. So just think of me and my guests as your weekly walking buddies. We'll hear stories from caregivers and gain tips and insights from health experts and advocates who know how important it is to take care of yourself and manage joint pain due to arthritis that often accompanies being a caregiver. We'll discover community, ourselves, and maybe even alleviate some joint pain due to arthritis in the process as we walk together and connect to the best parts of being a caregiver. I can't believe it. We have arrived at our final episode for this first season of Care Walks. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. As a reminder, Right now, you're listening to the abridged version of this episode. But if you're looking to get a little extra inspiration, don't miss a minute. Check out the full-length version of this episode in your podcast feed. Setting out on this journey, I was really excited to hear from other caregivers and honestly curious to know how their experience was similar or different to mine. Throughout this season, I've learned so much from our guests, and I'm so grateful to be part of this movement to recognize the needs and well-being of family caregivers. For this last episode, I want to talk about caregiver burnout. Burnout isn't something we typically are preparing ourselves for. So today, we're also going to dig into how we can keep burnout at bay. Later in this episode, you'll hear from Lindsay Pace, a licensed therapist and advocate for those adjusting to major life changes like becoming a caregiver. But before we get to my conversation with Lindsay, let's get walking. Begin to let go of any negative feelings you're holding on to and find a sense of release. Allow this time to be about you, for you. Take a deep breath in through your nose. And now exhale out your mouth. Great job. As you find your stride, Join me as I explore how we can combat caregiver burnout with Lindsay Pace. Lindsay Pace is a licensed therapist in Virginia who counsels folks who are adjusting to stressful life changes, helping individuals who are stuck in negative patterns and burn out by the demands of caring for those around them. She is going to help us recognize the signs of burnout, better cope with that added stress, and reinforce our self-care strategies to combat caregiver burnout. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lindsay. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to talk to you. Can you tell me what inspired your work as a therapist and, and what, what led you to focus on helping those who care for others? Yeah, so I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I've been in the field about 16 years. And my first 10 years were in hospice. Mm. 
And so I worked in the hospice field where I'm going into people's homes, uh, working with patients who have a terminal illness and working with the families and the caregivers to help them process, feel supported, um, navigate what's to come. And it was through those years that I recognized how much we ask of caregivers and how much is is on them to do and the lack of, you know, unfortunately resources that they need to adequately care for themselves while they're caring for somebody else. People experience a lot of depression in the caregiving role and, of course, a lot of overlap with burnout as well. So that's what brought me to the field of working with caregivers. That is fascinating work. You really looked at the caregiver aspect of this. We always put ourselves at the back of the line. So from your work, how do you see the role of caregiver um, and pushing our care for ourselves to the back burner? How do you, how do you see that? And, and what are ways that we can speak to caregivers about that? Well, I think that the individuals who find themselves becoming the primary caregiver usually are naturally inclined to be feelers and attuned to the needs of others, have more of a willingness to put themselves on the back burner. I would say the biggest contributing factor to burnout is feeling like you have the weight of this person's life on your shoulders and your shoulders only. Maybe you think that nobody can do it like me, therefore I'm not going to ask for help. Or maybe the person does not have anyone they can ask for help. And that would be a real contributor to the burnout happening. Are there ways to ask that are effective that you found? I think being specific is the best way to ask for help. Yes. Mm -hmm. Instead of just saying, hey, I need help and expecting them to identify something that they can do, get very specific. I need help on Tuesdays from one to three so that I can do whatever it might be. Yeah. So just take the generality out, right? So be Mm -hmm. very specific. That's a great, great tip. How do you think we can manage our expectations that we have for ourselves as caregivers? Well, you know, everyone comes to the caregiving position by different means. I would say the first thing that we need to recognize is that caregiving is costly. It is costly, you know, financially. It is costly physically, emotionally, mentally, on relationships. You know, understanding that there is a cost to making this decision and recognizing that there's also the potential for a great reward. But I have to hold those at the same level that there is going to be a cost, there will be consequences, and there's also a reward opportunity here. As far as adjusting expectations, I would encourage people is there just one thing, one thing that you can let go of for a season? I always like to say for a season because. Caregiving does not last forever. Yes. I personally loved using shipped for my groceries. And that is time that's saved for me. And yes, I might pay a little extra, but it saves me that time and that energy that I would rather give to my family. Those kinds of things can be really helpful in conserving energy when energy is already low. The physical toll of caregiving uh, can is it can really be difficult on the body. So what are some of your favorite 
self-care practices that help you prioritize movement or find stress relief, either physically or emotionally? Well, I used to be better at this than I am now. Um, (laughs) In fact, I have a goal to get back outside and walk daily. But if I'm not able to do that, it might be that I'm turning on a music dance video on YouTube and just dancing like a crazy person with my kids. And it gives us an opportunity to move and connect and laugh. And those things are vital to disrupting the stress or the exhaustion that might be going on. I love that this podcast encourages caregivers to walk while they listen. That's just a wonderful motivation. And it gives people, okay, it's my podcast time. I'm going to go and do this walk now. Because simply being outside, moving your body can help relieve some of the stress and pressure that you're carrying. There is not one great way to be a caregiver that's going to assure that you have no resentment and no guilt and no frustration. And so connecting with other people can be very healing, very validating, and perhaps give you hope to move forward through the caregiving journey. So Lindsay, when you're starting to recognize the symptoms of burnout, how can caregivers work through these negative feelings and avoid taking it out on those around them? Great question. And I would like to say that there is no way we can avoid these negative feelings. The goal, especially when I'm working with clients in private practice, we're not trying to get rid of or eliminate any of these negative thoughts or feelings. We're trying to choose a new way to respond to them and interact with them. Acknowledging those negative feelings with acceptance, with compassion, and without judgment. I have an exercise if you'd like to hear about it. It's called Dropping the Anchor. Oh, come on. I'm okay, writing it so, down. I got my pen. How do this we drop is the not, anchor? Yes, this is not <laughs> my my uh, creation. This is from Acceptance and Commitment Therapy. Nice. Russ Harris is the developer. And it's a very simple technique based on a metaphor of a boat going out to sea. When the boat's going out to sea and it notices that a storm is coming up, it's um, got a couple options. It can return to the shore, but likely the storm's going to catch up to it. It can continue on its course, but then it's definitely going to meet the storm, or it will drop its anchor. And usually the boat's going to drop its anchor because the anchor will steady the boat through the storm. Now, the boat will still rock, right? The waves are still going to hit the boat, but it's not going to be as detrimental as if it had race back to shore or just sped on through the storm. So we often, whether we're a caregiver or not, can find ourselves in emotional storms where we are overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with our thoughts and our feelings and worries about the future. Instead of getting swept away by that storm, we might still have some of the storm remnants going on, but we have a little bit more space to be able to act in a way that aligns with our values and keeps us from causing more harm. That's awesome. The engagement, I love the engagement and an opportunity to just drop that anchor. Yes. Drop that anchor. I love that. So Lindsay, it has been awesome speaking with you. And just thank you so much for the work that you do 
Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here and to share my experience. And hopefully um, any caregivers that are listening have some good practical takeaways to help them on their journey. Thanks again to Lindsay Pace for joining me for our last episode of Care Walks. Our conversation today and certainly all of our time together has taught me so much about prioritizing self-care. Burnout is so real. And when we learn to recognize the signs and make healthier choices as caregivers, we honor our role and we honor the ones we love too. I'm sad to say goodbye for now as we close out this first season of Care Walks. But I want to thank everyone who is listening for letting us join you every week on your walk. I hope you continue to use this resource throughout your caregiving. Keep walking. You're doing great. And until next time, don't forget to always take care of yourself, too. Care Walks is produced by iHeartRadio in partnership with Voltaren Arthritis Pain Gel and hosted by me, Holly Robinson-Pete. Our executive producer is Molly Sosha. Our head engineer is Matt Stillo. This episode was written and produced by Sierra Kaiser. With special thanks to our partners at GSK, Platform GSK, Weber Shandwick, and Edelman. 